This podcast contains discussions and descriptions of a sexual nature. If you are under 18 or you are easily offended, please move on and find a podcast all about Disney movies. Otherwise, come and join us. Welcome to the Pineapple Code Podcast. I am Mr. H. And I am Mrs. H. And we are a married couple who have decided to embark on an adventure into the swinging lifestyle to see where it takes us. In each episode, we will discuss our thoughts, feelings, experiences, and what we learn along the way. So please listen in and join us on our journey. Now on with the show. Welcome to episode four. We finally got there. It's been a little while. Um, yeah, we actually, we originally recorded this back before Christmas. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. So we, um, this like February, 2023, and we actually recorded this back before Christmas, but we were interrupted by the shadow and then we didn't get a chance to get back to it. And then Christmas kicked in and then, um, we had a holiday, school holidays, so the children were home, and then we've had um, renovations going on around the place. So we've just had lot, literally not a lot of time in which to do this. But finally, we're here, you know. And um, we always said, I guess, at the beginning of this this podcast, this wouldn't be a super regular thing. It'll literally be whenever we can actually make it happen. So we finally got here. Thank you to all the people that have been listening to our podcast um, and have probably been patiently waiting for us to finally get to episode four. Here it is, episode four. Um, right. So let's, I guess let's get into it. So Mrs. H, what's been going on? Oh, I think you've summed it up perfectly in your introduction. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually, I've written down some notes. I know this episode, I think if I remember right, because again, we recorded our last episode ages ago. I think we mentioned this episode was going to be about the sorts of things that we've learned so far as we've gone through, but obviously a whole bunch of things have happened because it's been so long between episodes. So I've got a, a few notes here, and I thought we'll just maybe talk about a couple of them. First thing that I thought, um, we've actually cracked 200 downloads. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, now, um, I'll be honest, I didn't think we'd ever crack even 20 downloads. So, you know, some people might think 200 downloads is not a big thing. I know there are podcasts out there that probably get 200,000 downloads, um, but I think 200 is, is not bad, considering we've only got three episodes up, and... I literally didn't expect anyone to listen to us rambling on about our sex lives, <laughs> but apparently they do want to hear about it. <laughs> Mrs. H is just looking at me smiling, going, what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> so anyway, um, what else we know? So I finally finished the sex room. So we, we put that in a little while ago and I had to finish doing some of the um, um, finer points, I guess, just a little tidying up and finishing off. I finally finished that. Maybe I'll put some photos of that on Twitter. And what a fine room it is. Yeah, Mrs. H is extremely excited about it. Um, so, yeah, tell, tell the people, what did I do in there? Well, we've got a St. Andrew's cross um, installed on one of the walls. Uh, directly opposite that, we have a mirror. Uh, we've also got a rack, which is now full of my sex toys. Um and and then what else have we got? Oh, and we've got the, the charging points. Yeah. Yeah, so I put the charging points. Actually, that's the last thing I'm waiting for is the USB chargers. So I've got a couple of chargers in there, but I need to put some more in. So we're just waiting on that. And that will be turning up hopefully soon. I can put that in. 
and it's all finished. We got the wall mirror mounted. So it's, yeah, it's, it's functional um, and it's pretty sexy. It is. And it's got the all important lock on the door too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. We definitely don't want the uh, children, mostly the shadow. We don't want them finding out about it. At least not yet. Anyway, it will make an interesting point one day when we decide to sell the house. You know, we'll bring the real estate agent through and say, hey, check this out. We have a sex room. By that stage, we'll probably be in our 80s and they'll probably think it's really gross and disgusting. But I think that'd be kind of funny at the time. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. All right. So I managed to do that. That was really cool. Um, Okay, so a few other things have been happening. Um, Mrs. H, you've decided to start waxing down there oh yes i have <laughs> mr h finds it very sexy <laughs> oh yes I, I i i love it i really do i mean i can't keep my hands off it <laughs> in fact mrs h gets a bit cranky at me because i'm always trying to put my hands down down her pants even when i'm driving the car or anywhere when we're out in public that's it he just wants to cop a feel every single time <laughs> i know it's brilliant I, I, I love you so much more for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I didn't love you any less beforehand, but no, I, yeah, that's pretty cool. And yeah, you're, you're, you're preferring it, I suppose. I am. I am. It's um, the, the very first appointment that I went to, I was very self-conscious, but the, um, the waxer I had was totally awesome. And so now I have all my appointments with her and I think we're six months in now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And um, I've got to say it's one of the best things that I think that I've done. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've also, uh, what have I, I've convinced you to do something over the last couple of days, haven't I? What, what have I convinced you to do? Clean the house. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't convince her to clean the house at all. She's decided to do that on her own, probably because she's sick of waiting for me to do it. <laughs> Which is usually is usually my job, admittedly, but I have been a little bit slack because I've been helping out with the builders doing the um, the renovation. So, anyway, yeah, I can't do everything, but anyway, yeah. Right. So, what did you convince me? Well, I've convinced you to uh, start being a little bit more free with your clothing options. <laughs> Aka going commando. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know what commando means, it basically means wearing no underwear, um, which I find extremely sexy. And I'm trying to encourage Mrs. H to continue on with this, you know, this exercise because, I, I, again, it's sexy and it's feel free, you know, away from society's norms. Except when it's a very windy day, <laughs> yeah. like it was last night. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> so last night we went out for dinner and it was the first night we'd gone out since I convinced Mrs. H to, to do this. And, of course, where we live, you know, we went to this restaurant and it's actually on quite a large hill and basically the wind was blowing on the top of the hill. It wasn't blowing at our place, but when we got out of the car, it was blowing like a gale and poor Mrs. H was... I had to keep, my, keep putting my hands down over my skirt to keep it down. Yeah, she was quite concerned it was going to blow up and people were going to see it. And I said, that'd be a good thing. It's all right. <laughs> Most men would be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on top of a mountain, the, the the wind gust comes up, my dress flies up, and you want everyone to see my bald pussy, do you? 
Yes, I think that it would be cool. <laughs> I mean, I'd be enjoying it anyway. Uh, no, you <laughs> would be. Else would be. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's really kind of guess what's been going on. We've got a few other things going on that we might have a bit of a chat about as well. But, um, yeah, it's just it's been a really, really busy, well, three months since the last time we tried recording this. Hopefully our next episode won't be three months away. Hopefully we'll get a little bit closer, you know. But, again, it's, it has been busy for us. Um well, now that it is the new year, though, what do you think, Mrs. H? What are going to be our plans for 2023? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, hopefully still embarking on this journey. Um, albeit it has been very slow, but but I prefer it that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, slow and steady wins a race, right? That's exactly right. And I think, you know, um, obviously much more communication between us. Um, and then maybe we'll, you know, get to go and visit a, a, um, a place of pleasure, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, all right. So maybe our goal for this year is to get to maybe a sex club or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we have too many options where we live, uh, which is a bit of a problem. <laughs> You'd want to go down an alternative lifestyle like this. Yeah, there are very limited options open to us, but you know, well, we'll see see where it takes us, and maybe that's that's something that we would like to maybe aim for this year, um, along with obviously making more podcasts, I suppose, as we go through it and talking about some of our our conversations, you know, what we've been having. Um, anything else? No, that's all I've got on my list. All right. Okay. Well. I will read from my list again. <laughs> He's got much, a much bigger list than what I have. Yeah, I've got it all written down here on my iPad. Um, all right, so one thing I thought maybe before we get to some of the other stuff that I've got listed here, I thought we might have a bit of a chat about – we had a conversation the other week in the car. Um, and this again, this is really why we kind of put this podcast together or the idea behind the podcast was it was a way for us to have some of these conversations and have this communication at the same time, we're sharing it with other people because obviously other people might be in the same sort of spot that we are and they're probably having these similar communications or, or you know conversations. And maybe it's just nice to know that you're not the only one. Um, so we were, we were in a car the other week and uh, Mrs. H brought up uh, a conversation. Did you want to talk about that conversation and why? why did you bring it up? I think it was just a case of just putting my mind at ease. So basically it was a conversation about the sex clubs and um, I guess in one way I wanted to pull, you know, just get my head into gear that um, that Mr. H just, you know, wasn't wanting to fuck every woman there. Yeah. Um, so um, so we, we started talking about that. Um, and and so why did you feel maybe that that might have been the case? Was there something that was in the back of your mind? Were you, you thinking that, you know, uh, that was like maybe a possibility or? Um, good question. I think um, from my side, I've already been upfront with Mr. H that if we did go to these sex clubs, then um, really I didn't want to sleep with any men there's only one man I want to sleep with and that's Mr H which is good for me which is good for him <laughs> um so so and the other possibility I think is just always been a fantasy of mine hasn't it yeah 
Yeah. So, so you're you're more interested in having sex with other women. You're not interested in having sex with other men. And I guess you were you're we're looking at it from the point of view that okay, we're going into this, and doesn't mean that suddenly we we go to one of these clubs and it's like open slather and anything goes. Yeah. Well, that's right. But that's what I didn't want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, I did put Mrs. H at ease and said, look, no, um, the way I look at this is this is something that we're doing together. Um, but it's primarily it came about because it was all about, you know, pleasure that Mrs. H can have that I can't maybe provide. You know, um, that sounds actually really bad. But <laughs> No, but mind you, all this is based on a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, all right. I am not female, so I can't provide you with that experience because obviously, yeah, I'm just well, I'm not built that you way. You got the wrong anatomy. That's that's right. So you know, this was a great way for you to be able to to do that and experience that, and I'm totally fully supportive of it. And you know, if it continues on, awesome, that's brilliant. You know, I'm quite happy to, to go along with that. And my getting into this wasn't as as we discussed; it wasn't so I can go out and fuck as many girls as I possibly could find. I mean, you know, if it ever got to that point and, and we, we, you know, expanded upon our ideas and that was something that you were fine with, then obviously as a man, I'm not going to say no, but it's not what my goal is. My goal is for you to have those experiences that you want, want to have. And we discussed that at nothing else, even if it was something that we would just go and we would be like voyeurs and we would just watch other people. Yeah, and that was just fine with the both of us. Yeah, I mean, that's like super sexy, like live porn. I mean, you can't get much better than that other than engaging it, obviously, but it's still pretty cool. And that's, you know, as we've been learning, this is kind of leading into to the topic of this podcast. Um, you know, there are a lot of different ways of living in this this sort of lifestyle and one of them is simply that you just go along you're just watching other people and then you go and have like the best sex of your lives with each other and you know what that's a win-win situation for me <laughs> and me too yeah you know so that was you know that, that was something that you know one of those conversations we had and you know i think it's good that every self-term we we check back in with these conversations because we've had those sorts of conversations before but you know if we're feeling that maybe things are going in a direction that that's not cool, it's not the sort of thing we want. Having all these conversations, I think, is good because then we can kind of recenter ourselves and say, "Yep, this is what we're aiming for. This is what we want to get out of it," and and we just keep reasserting that as we go through and, and learn about the lifestyle and you know potentially end up in a situation where we might get to play with other people or you know or just watch or whatever the case may be. Mm. And I think once you have the like the first conversation, the second and third conversations and so forth, they then become a lot easier. Yeah, they're definitely right. That that sort of um idea of, you know, being scared to bring it up is no longer there because as you said in the car you said, All right, let's just lay it out on the line. Mm. What is it you're trying to get out of it?" And you know, I said, "Well, this is this is what I'm what I'm getting out of it is what you can get out of it." So, you know, I think that was that was a successful conversation. Aren't I lucky, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. That brings us, I guess, it's kind of a nice segue. Ooh, fancy language. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us, I guess, then into um, what have we learned so far about lifestyle? So we've been, what, looking at this. We've been talking about this um, for, well, I don't know, almost, well, not 12 months, but 
probably oh, nine, ten months. Yeah, maybe nine, ten months. So we've obviously learned a lot. We've read a lot. We've we've got a whole bunch of information from different sources, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but what have we learned about it? For me, I've learned really, I guess, a whole bunch of things. But really, the two things that stand out for me are that people in this lifestyle um, are just ordinary. Ordin- yeah, they're ordinary, <laughs> right? And they all have different jobs and different occupations and different likes and different dislikes. And is nothing, you know, again, it's that stereotype that we talked about in one of our other episodes where we, you think about swingers being, you know, keys in a, in a bowl and that sort of stuff. That is not the case. So that for me was a really big eye opener. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's funny. You don't think it should be an eye opener, like, but it, it was, right? Uh, so that was one thing that I definitely have learned about the lifestyle. Um, and... The other thing, which obviously we're yet to experience this, but this would be something I'm, I'm interested to find out about, is how they talk about when you, you hear about people in the lifestyle talking about this. and they, they mention that, you know, the lifestyle can bring you closer together, you know, particularly after they've gone out and played with other people. And I've always thought, okay, that's an interesting concept. And, and we've listened to podcasts and I've read things about it. And I, I get where they're coming from. Um, but that's something, yeah, that I've learned that, okay. And I think about even our own relationship, like our communication, I think is a lot better. So mm-hmm. I think it is starting to have that sort of positive impact where most of the time you would think that, you know, oh, well, you're going to go off and have sex with somebody else. That is like the worst thing that you could possibly do with a relationship. And maybe if you're in a dodgy relationship, maybe that is the worst thing. But the idea that it could be make your relationship stronger and better is just something that, that I didn't think would be possible but i think it's just a case of because you know you're communicating more of what you you know you like you dislike what you're willing to do what you're not willing to do and so forth it's a case of just having it's like just having a normal conversation yeah yeah that that sort of and there's no hang-ups that's right that that, exactly the hang-ups that sort of nervousness around those conversations and it's funny you know because you know when you're you know in bed and you're having sex whatever is you know you don't think anything of it, right? But then suddenly you want to sit down and talk about it and, you know, you don't want to say things or you want to hold back. So that sort of communication just, you know, becomes better, I suppose. It does. Yeah. So anyway, so that's one thing I've learned or two things I've learned. Um, what things do you think you've learned, Mrs. H? Oh, just the the different terminologies, I guess. I Cannot look at a unicorn toy in the same way again. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time we go into a toy shop now, like a children's toy shop, and you see a unicorn, you've got a totally different idea. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And for those who, who don't know what a unicorn is, a unicorn is a, a single lady who's just looking to have fun with other couples. I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and they're called unicorns because apparently they are quite rare. So, Anyway, I guess that's what we're looking for. So maybe in the future, if you're listening to this in 12 months' time and you're a unicorn, contact us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah. Um, also, I think some of the other terms that we've learned about were things like soft swap and full swap, um, which again, <laughs> next time I'm talking to people about swapping things, I'm never going to think about that again. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what was what, what do they mean? Can you remember? Okay, so full swap is when you're, you and your partner fully swap with another couple and a soft swap is basically um, when one person of the couple 
swaps. Okay. Oh no, I've just gone I'm, blank. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm looking. I'm thinking. Okay, I actually thought it was something different, but I thought no. I think you're 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 kind of right. The full swap is obviously when the two couples completely swap. I thought the soft swap was still the swapping, but there was no penetrative sex. Oh, like, you could be right. Actually, it's just oral. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All right, we're going can... to look that up. That's right. And as you can see, we're still learning. We're still learning. <laughs> We're going to go and watch another episode of Playboy Swing and just listen to what they say a bit better. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I guess the the other thing that we've learnt, um, we've been listening to some podcasts yeah. from… So Wonderlust Swingers. Uh, we've actually, we've been listening to really, there's really three that we've been listening to. Uh, Wonderlust Swingers or Aussie Swingers as they used to be called. Um, they, they were really good. Their, their first few episodes for us, at least the first 12 episodes, um, were, were excellent. Like… The audio quality was absolute trash and they are first to admit that and they actually say it in some of their other episodes. But for us, when we're starting off and we want to ask these questions and find things out and particularly around our context and our environments, because as we mentioned in, in I think in our very first podcast, one of the reasons why we're doing this is we just couldn't find anything that kind of related to us, right? So that was one that we found that was relatable um, and we found the first 12 episodes really, really beneficial. Um, and then the other one we've been listening to was the um, Bedhoppers UK. So again, same sort of thing that we can relate to those. But the more my favourite, yeah, your favourite <laughs> is the Sexless Swingers yeah, from the UK. And oddly enough, they started their podcast pretty much about the same time we started. Um, but obviously, they've had way more time. They don't have a shadow that gets a strange sensation of force every time we're trying to do something like this and then wants to come and find out what mum and dad are up to. So they've actually been able to uh, get more time to do their podcast. So they're like up to episode 12 or something, I think, by now. We're up to episode four. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, slow and steady wins the race. That's right, yeah. But but you really really like those that couple. Um, Only because I can relate to them a lot more. Yeah. yeah it's, and we, we were talking about this actually the other day. We'd been listening to one of their episodes, and it was um, – it's just it's kind of uncanny because they are very very similar to us in a lot of ways. When we listen to the way they talk about each other and um, their lives and what they do, we thought, man, that's that's very similar to us. So it's yeah, it's been good. It has been. It has been. They talked about in one of their episodes. I think it was in episode four, um, or maybe perhaps um, episode five. They were talking about a swingers bag. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we didn't know about that. No, no. So then I decided to investigate what a swingers bag was. So I typed into, you know, Google swingers bag. The first hit I got was a bag by Oriton called Swinger. <laughs> <laughs> How much did it cost? Do you remember? Oh, no, but it would have been more than what I was willing to buy on a handbag anyhow. <laughs> um but for those who don't know, a swingers bag is a bag that contains such things as lube, condoms, fresh underwear, wipes, and so forth. And I thought, well, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I, I'd never really thought about it until I heard it, um, which is interesting because a lot of the other podcasts we've listened to, uh, you know, they never mention anything about a swinger bag, you know. So it was good that they mentioned it because otherwise I can imagine we'd be turning up to our club event in you know, six, 12 months time, where that might be. And we would be clueless and we'd turn up and then be all these other people with their bags with all their stuff in it. And we'd be like, oh, 
Well, I guess we forgot that. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that in the sex clubs they provide condoms and lube, but if there was a preferred brand. Yeah, yeah. Or I suppose if you want to bring your own toys and stuff like that. So, yeah, so that was that was good. That's been really good. So we've found um, those podcasts have been helping us a lot, particularly as we slowly walk down this journey and learning about what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, so that's helped us. So that's been really good information. Um, been reading a few things online as well. You've been reading anything, Mrs. H? Not lately. Not no. Lately. Yeah, I've found a few websites and stuff. Again, one of the big problems that we have, and we've said this a few times now, is literally just trying to find something that fits with our understanding and our lifestyle and our cultural references and ideology and all that sort of stuff. Because, again, one of the things I've learned is that everyone is different, obviously, and that's the same in, in this community as well. So it's very hard, even though a lot of the um, podcasts we, we've listened to, a lot of the information is obviously the same, you know, uh, how to speak to people and that sort of stuff. I don't know. A lot of it is universal. But then, again, we've mentioned before that when they talk about, oh, well, we went to this event and next weekend we're going to another event and then in three weeks' time we're going on this cruise – we just don't have those options here where we live. So, you know, for us, listening to those is like, great, that's awesome, but that's not going to help us any, you know, unless we move to, you know, northern Europe or we move to Florida in America where it all seems to happen on the cruises mm. and stuff, you know, or L.A. or something. It would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice, yeah, but oh well. <laughs> it is what it is. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's where we've been getting some information from. One of the things um, that we do need to be aware of and anyone who's doing research of any kind is you really want to be wary of the idea of um, information bias or confirmation bias I should say not information confirmation bias so Mrs H do you want to explain what confirmation bias is a bit unsure yeah a bit unsure okay so confirmation bias is basically this concept that you already have a preconceived idea about something. And then when you're going to do your research, you are only looking for that research that supports your already preconceived idea. And this is really important because if, for example, you're going into, and we'll use exactly what we're doing, going into lifestyle, um, you know, I'm looking at everything, all the positives, going, man, this is going to be awesome, right? You know, I mean, how awesome would it be for me to be somewhere and watching Mrs. H having sex with another woman? I would love that. So I look for all the positives. What can I find that supports this theory? But that's the wrong way to do your research because things can go wrong. So you want to be researching about things that go against your confirmation bias as well. So you're getting a balanced research and balanced idea and you can make educated decisions. So that's something really, really important that people need to be aware of to try and avoid that confirmation bias. But at the same time, you've got to be comfortable with what you're doing as well once you've, you know, done your research as well. Of course, yeah. But um, what I'm getting at is just basically where when you get information, when you're reading your information, is it supporting you or is it, you know, um, just supporting something you already have this mindset about, you know, you want to be making sure you're looking at both sides and avoid that confirmation bias a fair bit. So the other thing that's been happening too is I've been fixing up our online presence. Um, firstly, I just do need to point out that I, there was a problem with our website and 
I have fixed it. Well, to a point I've fixed it anyway. So our website was thepineapplecode.com. It still is. But for some reason, because I've set up obviously a redirect because it's been hosted somewhere, we redirect it through the, the domain name. If you go there on your mobile device and you try pressing any of the links, it doesn't work. The links don't work on a mobile device. Works perfectly fine on desktop, but on a mobile device doesn't work. So I've actually, on the show notes, I've changed it now to its actual hosting address, which is thepineapplecode.card.co. Now, the card is spelt with two R's. Have a look at the show notes. If you tap on that on your mobile device, all the links work perfectly fine. I have no idea why it's doing that. I've got to look into it. I haven't had a chance to, but that's something I have fixed up. The other thing was we've actually set up an Instagram account. And we set up the Instagram account because we found communicating with people. Obviously, we have the Twitter account, but not everybody uses Twitter. Everybody in the world uses Instagram. So it's a way of just, I guess, having a quick and easy way for people to contact us or for us to contact other people, of which we did actually uh, contact someone through Instagram. We might chat about that in just a minute. Um, But when I set it up, we got banned. And we got banned before I even finished setting the thing up. I couldn't believe it. This has got to be a world record. I'm sure you know, if anyone else has had this problem, please feel free to let us know. But I was filling in the, the, the online information for Instagram. And I've, we've got a couple of Instagram accounts. So it's not like we didn't know what we were doing. And we're filling it all in. And we put in our username and everything. And then when we get to the point where create account, click on it. And the next window I saw was your account has been banned. <laughs> if you um, you want to dispute it or whatever, you can appeal it. And I had to go through a whole process to try and appeal this ban. And it literally took me like an hour to get the account up and running. Uh, and the reason being? I don't know. Meta, who uh, used to be Facebook, who own Instagram, don't tell you. They, have, they do not tell you anything at all other than it's been banned because it breaches their guidelines or something like that. But you don't know what causes it. So I was trying to think about what could be the problem the only thing i can think of is maybe it was to do with the name maybe meta scour the internet and they've come across the pineapplecode.com or something you know because it's all done automatically obviously there's not some human person sitting there doing it so maybe it's it's realized that you know that our thing is you know talking about adult alternative lifestyles which is something that meta really really doesn't like you know um, you hear about all the time about people getting their accounts banned because they post photos of maybe, you know, something that's a little bit risque and the bots at Meta and Instagram go, no, that's crap, and then just ban their accounts. And if you get your account banned, um, it's actually hard to get it back again. Sometimes you can get it back, and we were lucky enough to get it back before we even started. <laughs> and But I've, I know of other people that I follow online that never got their accounts back and they had to restart their whole account. So we do have Instagram. You can search for us. It's at, it's at the pineapple code. So if you do that into Instagram, do a search for it, you'll come across our Instagram page. But we've only got one photo up at the moment and we'll probably won't put too many up there because again, you know, Instagram don't like people, you know, posting sexy stuff. So we will just really use it. If you want to reach out to us and get into contact with us, you can do that through Instagram. We can reply through that. But um, if you do go there and, you know, it's like 2026 and there's like only two photos on there, don't worry. It's not because we've abandoned it. It's literally just because we're not going to use it too much. Um, unless, of course, Twitter 
dies and sinks under the waves like the Titanic, which is quite possible at the moment. But yeah, it's it was interesting. It was an interesting experience having that band before it even set the account up. So yeah, that's all sorted now, and that's working. Um, and now getting back to that, we actually used that to we did contact somebody um, who is in the lifestyle, who is new to the lifestyle just to ask them some questions. And they were really gracious enough to answer our questions. Um, and it was just, it was one of those things that we'd sent the question out and then there was some deaths in the family and that kind of then stretched out. So we didn't get back to them for like a week and a half or two weeks or whatever. And, uh, and we did get back to them and they were gracious enough to actually reply. I, I was a bit, I was thinking to myself, they probably weren't going to reply to us now <laughs> because it'd been so long, but they were because you had a couple of questions that you wanted to ask, didn't you? Is that- I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what were the questions that you wanted to ask? Oh, off the top of my head, I think it was about jealousy and body image, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it was body image and jealousy and confidence and that sort of stuff. Um, because this particular person had gone to, they'd gone to a sex club and, you know, it was their first time and they had a rollicking time and basically ended up in like an orgy or something. And Mrs. H was just rather interested in, okay, how do you go from zero to 100 you know, and how, how do you deal with that sort of jealousy? You know, that idea that seeing your, your husband in this case, you know, with a bunch of other girls and, you know, et cetera. So they, they, they were good. They got back to us and told us about, you know, what how they, they dealt with it. Um, and it was, yeah, it was just nice to be able to talk to somebody. So we do have Instagram and that's what we're basically going to be using it for. So, yeah, reach out to us. Now, Mr. H had come across this crazy article in one of the newspapers. Mr. H, would you like to elaborate? Yes. Okay. So the crazy story for this episode, the crazy media story. Um, we actually, we got told this by our eldest uh, daughter. Uh, she had so- seen it online or something and we thought, no, this can't be true. So we did look it up. Uh, and sure enough, uh, the article that I have, and there's a few of them out there, but this is just the one that we grabbed, and we will add this to the show notes. It's couple film themselves in depraved sex act on grave and on boat with live trout. Obviously <laughs> not my cup of tea. No. <laughs> so apparently a couple in Tasmania, and for those listening overseas, Tasmania is the island at the bottom of Australia. It is actually part of Australia. Many people forget that, but it is actually part of Australia. So a Tasmanian couple have left the nation mortified, according to this article, uh, with their depraved sexual acts, one on a grave and another with a live trout, trout being a fish. Uh, The sick footage, this is what the story says, the sick footage has circulated showing a couple having sex on top of a grave and using a live trout to play out a sexual act on a boat. Now, they actually don't go into too much detail about that. Thank God uh, for that. <laughs> but uh, it turns out, so it turns out apparently this this lady that was involved in making the video, um, she was a veterinarian, so so I believe. Oh, I don't think that's quite true. That's not true? I believe that she may have worked at a veterinary clinic. Oh, okay, right. So she, okay, so she's worked there, right. <laughs> All right. So this article then says, uh, the sick footage was circulated showing a couple having sex on top of a grave and using a live trout to play out their sexual act on a boat. Disturbing clips, which are too graphic to publish, were sent to Tasmanian publication The Mercury by a concerned resident who condemned the depraved behaviour. 
I find this extremely disgusting and I hope the news reaches the family of whose grave it is, they wrote to the publication. Um, so, all right, <laughs> maybe, you know, it might be desecrating graves or whatever. I, I don't know what the rules and laws around that are. I, it's not really my thing having sex on gravestones, but I mean, I guess some people like it. I think the bigger, bigger question is, why was a woman, you know, recording someone having a sex act? To start off with. Yeah, well, obviously, I, I don't know how this came about. Obviously, they uh, the couple filmed themselves and then it's ended up online somehow. I don't, don't know how. Um, according to this article, it says that, uh, let's see, her companion uh, walked towards her and began having sex with her, making the vile comment, well, there's someone's grave. It's a grave, babe. So I'm assuming that they, I haven't seen the clip myself actually, but I'm assuming they filmed it themselves. And then they said, we're going to fuck on the grave. That's where it's at. Oh, <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, not my thing, but you no, know what? Mine either. If, that, if that's their thing, and so be it. But anyway, also they got into a, a bit of a stoush over it. Um, but it gets better. According to this article, Investigations revealed the grave belonged to popular Tasmanian artist David Hammond Chapman, who was born in Ballarat, which is in Victoria, the southern state of uh, Australia, um, in 1927 and died in Cressy in 1983. So apparently he was a famous artist. <laughs> I've never heard of this guy, but anyway, I, I think that's kind of funny that out of all the graves they picked, it happened to be someone who was semi-famous. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, um, they don't go into much detail about the, the fish, though, um, other than, let's see, the second video showing who is believed to be the same woman showed her lying on a boat in the ocean. Uh, a male was shown using a live trout to perform a sexual act on her. I don't know what the act was. Uh, and then he says, that's how you catch a trout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's some sick people out there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe someone actually filmed that shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tasmania police confirmed in a post to social media that it was investigating. <laughs> it does remind me, there was a story about Led Zeppelin back in the 70s. Uh, and how they used um, some, I don't know if it was live fish or they just used fish on one of their groupies once. Uh, I'd have to look that story up. But yeah, that, that kind of reminds me of that. But there you go. That's a crazy story for, for this episode, which <laughs> is nuts. I don't think, uh, it's definitely not my cup of tea anyway. Yeah, mine neither. Yeah. So, all right. That, I guess, brings us to the end of episode four. It's been a long time coming. We do thank you very much for, for sticking with us. Um, now, next episode, I'm looking at my show notes here, and I did have it down as something else. I'm going to change it, and I think our next episode, I think we might talk about the whole body image and confidence uh, because it's something that's come up what we've talked about and we've been dealing with a little bit recently. So I think that's probably a good time for us to talk about that. Um, so... If you would like to to listen in to our podcast um, and next next episode, that's probably what we're going to talk about. Then again, things might change. Who knows? We'll see how we go. Uh, you can reach out to us. Uh, you can get us on email. 
at the pineapple code zero one at gmail.com. Um, you could also reach us out on Twitter at pineapple code. And now you can get us on Instagram because we have been unbanned. So <laughs> yeah, feel free to contact us. We would love to hear from people. Honestly, like we're doing this, you know, by ourselves basically, you know, and occasionally we find people we can reach out to. Um, but you know, we would always love to talk to people. Maybe you're already in a lifestyle and you've got some advice for us, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And perhaps we need to get our terminology right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Before we walk into a club and say something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. So reach out to us, please. We would love to hear from you. And if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review for our rambling podcasts that really don't say too much. But if they're helping you, then, you know, be nice. Five stars is good. So, yes, all right, that's all from me. And that's all from me. Thanks, guys. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.